Warning, the following podcast contains spoilers of WandaVision, but also some spooky words like lightning power now, 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 fuck! A martini shaken up. No! Shocking. Positively shocking. Welcome to Shake and Not Nerd, the podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, pop culture, and everything in between. I am Tom. I am hosting this week's episode. Get excited, guys. And uh, of course, I am joined with my co host, and that woo that you heard was, of course, Mr. Fuzzy Dan. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, sir. I'm wondering why Star Wars doesn't have any more well, like more swear words. I feel we need to have more swearing in a Star Wars. Give us the proper Star Wars where they're like, fuck this guy. Or, you know, that would... I I, I don't know who particularly they want you know, to be fucked, but somebody needs to say the word fuck in a I, Star Wars movie. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. That, that clip from the start was taken directly from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck! <laughs> and of course, that laughter that you can hear right there is our other host, Doody Dutrum. Hello, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you, Doody? What's new? I was thinking to myself just then, like, PG-13 films are allowed one f- one use of the word fuck, so where would you put it in Star Wars? <laughs> I'm thinking when Yoda lifts the X we get and Luke just goes... Fuck. Or <laughs> <laughs> the bit just before, um, like, Holdo does the Holdo maneuver, because that's a thing now. And then, like, all of the guys are in, like, the Star Destroyers and they just go, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Or <Yeah>. collectively <laughs> say that would as one. I was going to say, does that count as one if it's, like, an, a, a choir of people all at once? I would say it counts as one. <laughs> I can't think of anywhere else to put it. it I, the, the emperor just before he gets thrown down the, the, the ah, ship. Ah, ah, fuck! I, I, I do think. The, oh, see, they could have two because if they don't get the K at the end of it, it doesn't count as a swear word. Fuck! Bang! Oh, so they could get two in that movie. You see, I'm about you with the X-wing one, but I reckon it should be a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> When he oh, gets his hand, when window gets his hand cut off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, inserting swear words into Star Wars movies needs to be a thing. I mean, I agree with that. Like when Lando hits the, he's flying the Falcon inside the Death Star and he knocks the satellite dish off. That was too fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. I got an episode two when uh, Yoda walks in on, um, on, on what's his face? Um, uh, does the pulls Count out Dooku. the lightsaber? Yeah. That's the one. Count Dooku. He's like, "Fucked you are." And that, there, there you go. You got to have Yoda do one backwards. It'll be great. C three PO when his head gets knocked off. Ah! <laughs> this is such a fucking drag. <laughs> <laughs> We've created that's... a whole new sport. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's a, a, all right, everybody. You have guessed it. You have guessed the theme of this week. Inserting fucking to Star Wars. We're just going to keep going like this for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> Buckle up and get ready. But no, of course, this week we are revisiting WandaVision again. And we will be talking episodes three and four. Yes. Yes. 
So a little bit of the change in tone which we had there. I, I will warn everybody else well in advance that probably the way we're going to talk about these shows, we recommend that you watch them before listening to this because we're probably just going to go ham. Because once we finish talking about these episodes, we are also going to start talking about some theories about what is going to be happening with the MCU in future. And yeah, go from there. Mm, and nice. and also, just as a warning as well, some mega, mega spoilers. So, yeah, stay tuned to either switch off or be spoiled completely. Or put your hands in your ears and uh, go la, 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 la. But we want the download listen, and it's important that you listen to the whole thing. <laughs> so just keep this motherfucker running. We need, the nu- <laughs> we need those numbers to keep the lights on in here. <laughs> and remember to smash that like button and smash hit the, the bell. Hit the bell icon so you never miss the video. That's what the bell's for. <laughs> what? I used to keep saying to Fuzzy, I'm like, what the fuck does the bell do? Because they changed it. Because they made it so that your subscription wallet only appears on it if you actually bell them. You get the, the, no- bells, the, the notifications bells. through the bell. Oh, yeah, because you get a push notification on your phone mm. saying, Blah's dropped a video. Eh. Correct. Mm. I'll bell you, duty. Don't worry. Welcome to this week's episode of How the Internet Works, <laughs> featuring our guest host, Duty. <laughs> Guy running a YouTube channel doesn't know how it fucking works. So, what we will do now, we will get straight into WandaVision. But um, just because I heard the music before and Duty originally threatened that he was going to get me to do it. Hey, Duty, how about a recap of episodes one Uh, and two? Ah, you fucking cock. Uh, You can get your musical. Previously on WandaVision. First it was the 50s with Dick Van Dick. Then it was, I think, Bewitched. Now it's the Brady Bunch. That's the one. And Monica (laughs) Rambo. Who is she? What is she doing? All we can say is she's out for the count, getting knocked through several walls and out of the ring. But what will happen next on WandaVision? Where did Monica go? What am I talking about? Have you watched Dragon Ball Z? Find out more, all this and more, on this week's episode of... (laughs) Shaken, not nerd. Wow, that was amazing. Encore. I feel caught up. Encore. <laughs> Nothing fucking happened. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, how do we want to do this, gents? Do we want to talk about episode three and episode four separately, or do we want? I think to- so. I think so. We got it because I think they they lead into each other. Like everything that happens in episode four kind of explains what's happened in the first three episodes. Mm. All right. So, I guess we'll start with episode three then. Who wants to tell me what exactly happened specifically in episode three? Who remembers? Uh, it seemed like an art teacher. Who remembers what happens? Oh, English teacher. In chapter no, because four, it's great because nobody can tell me to have to do it. That's, that's why I <laughs> like it. Um, uh, Wanda gives birth to twins, uh, Billy and Tommy. Um, and Monica Rambo gets the shit kicked out of her. She gets flung through. Or she disappears. We find out she gets thrown through fucking walls. Um, uh, Vision, uses his, Vision uses his powers in front of the, a doctor and he doesn't really seem to care or notice. Um, but people are like acting a bit weird. One dude was you know, cutting his hedges and then he went through like the brick fence wall and he's like, Hey, you're, you're cutting through the walls. Like, so I am. And he just keeps cutting through it. So it's, it's, it seems a little, things are getting a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, that's all that really happens in episode three. 
It was it was a really weird one because it does it's you know the standard thirty minute length, but it kind of didn't do a lot. And I felt that with the first couple of episodes as well, like the, even with the little bits of teasing that they've done, they haven't really progressed a lot of the story very far, which is kind of odd. Oh, but what about that story about the living stork? Wasn't that a fucking hoot? It was. I liked it. She could, she tried to red smoke it away. The stork wouldn't go away. <laughs> and the fishies The fishies that were on the pansies <laughs> Jesus Christ Jesus <laughs> Alright so what do we like about the episode Let's try and uh, get your positives out here oh, I like to see that there's more of this Kind of like uh, Like we've speculated about What's happening and that Wanda's doing Yeah creating this world for herself but like it's it's her kind of losing her grip on it a little bit. So every time she's having these sort of emotional outbreaks or something's happening to her physically, there's physical reactions going on within the mm. world as well. So you know when her her water breaks when she's having having the twins, essentially you know, the the whole room starts flooding with rain. It's I, I think that's that kind of stuff's kind of fun. Mm. Yeah, and she starts having what is it? Uh, I was, was going to say Hershey squirts, but fake contractions. And like <laughs> Braxton Hicks, that's it. Um, uh, Hershey squids, and um, like the water in the sink is like shooting out, and the dishwasher is exploding. Yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, so, sorry, go fuzzy. Yeah, I, I just think that's that's really fun. It's it's showing the I suppose it's very vulnerable state that the uh, that the universe is in. Um, whatever's going on, whatever we can speculate about later, but yeah, whatever's happening at this particular point in time, things aren't exactly stable. And we saw it in like that that first episode when um, they had the the hearts over for dinner, and Mister Hart starts choking on something, and Miss Hart just sits there going, "Stop it, stop it!" Freaking out, like there's just things that aren't quite right, and mm-hmm. I I, I kind of like that imbalance to everything. Yeah, I think it adds a little bit of an unnerving and creepiness to it in underlying the sort of show, which I am really enjoying, I think. Um, yeah, absolutely. And even if you look at that, uh, adding into that, the section that I really liked from this episode was Vision going, Wanda, I think there's something wrong here. And then it just glitches out and goes back to him never saying that. Yeah. Yeah, like when she did the um when the the beekeeper arrived and she's like no and re like rewound time and did the whole thing again without having that part in there. Like yeah, there's just these little bits that you see that that snaps and it's just all of a sudden things are different. It's very interesting. But where did the beekeeper go? Don't know. Where did he go, <clears throat> duty? Where did the bees go? <laughs> Um, I'm also really enjoying like the um, like the background characters. Obviously, we're seeing a fair bit of yeah them coming through the the different seasons, I suppose, of of these episodes. But um, uh, the character of Agnes is really intriguing to me. Which one's that? I th- one? um, she's the she shows up in like episode two. She's you know oh sorry episode one. She's sharing all of the the oh, um, the neighbour. Yeah, the the next one neighbor. She's um, sitting there next to the guy chopping through the fence. She, yeah, you know, just there's oh, something yeah. odd about her specifically. Like the other ones are a little bit odd themselves, but she's extra odd. Like she knows what's going on a little bit, but won't actually let on to it. Because I think at one stage, um, the next one neighbor who's cut through the fence, um, she, uh, what's his name, Herb, she says to him like, you know, don't let's not talk about this. Yeah, you know, we don't want to talk about this thing, and then move on. And it's just. 
yeah, it's very interesting to see her interact with the other um, the other residents of uh, of where they are. Yeah, and I guess that's one of the more intriguing things is it sort of doesn't it, it it's really odd to see that they know, those guys seem to know something's not right. <laughs> Because obviously, yeah. in this episode, as we see, we do actually see the at the very end of the episode. Heavy spoilers. Um, we do see the, um, what's her name thrown out. Monica Rambo getting thrown out for the count. Um, so obviously, we've got the real world there. So what what is it these people actually know there? And I guess get more into it in episode four because I guess there's more questions about that when we get to episode well, four. And yeah, I suppose especially with that that bit, you know, talking about Monica, like she specifically brings up the names of Ultron. And uh, Pietro. So she's specifically referencing the the greater MCU that we haven't really sort of seen so far in the season. Yeah, and that's that that causes Wanda to kind of just go all freaky. Mm. Yeah, she sort of starts to re- like realize that uh, Monica Rambo isn't sort of supposed to be there, and realize yeah. the sword necklace around her neck and stuff like that as well. Well, there's yeah. the whole thing that the sword necklace wasn't actually there earlier in the scene. I, I haven't gone back and watched it, but they were saying that it was almost like her subconscious manifested it there. Yeah. But would need to actually go back and actually validate that. <laughs> I mean, no, it, it was there. It was just kind of like tucked away within her shirt. It kind of pops out occasionally, but it becomes more apparent, I suppose, later in when you know, that reveal needs to, needs to happen. Yeah. And it is, it is kind of unsettling as well because Vision's outside talking to the neighbours then he comes back inside and Monica Rambo is gone and he's like, oh, where'd she go? Oh, she had to leave. And I was just like, okay, that's a bit weird. Like she well, has uh, creepy yeah. essence to her. And that's the part where like when he's talking to those neighbours, it's Agnes and Herb and like he's saying, oh, you know, what's going on? Who's this this person? And they're like, well, she doesn't have any family. She doesn't belong here. So it's like, it's almost like this, this you know, <laughs> the Matrix is rejecting her. Because, you know, they're, they're seeing that she's not part of what's going on. I mean, that's a good yeah. point, yeah. 100%. I thought, uh, another thing, just personally with this episode, I, I thought the comedy was great. I laughed a lot. I laughed once. I laughed a lot. I like this show. I find it very funny. What did funny. you laugh at? I don't remember, but I remember laughing. <laughs> I, I only recall one laugh, and it's when uh, Wanda knocks the parrot mm-hmm. in the neighbourhood. Uh, the neighbor, one of the neighbors, goes, uh, "Do I look fat in these earrings?" The light turns off, and he goes, "Thank God." <laughs> I'm like, all right, <laughs> that wasn't bad. But the rest of them, like, nah. I think I, I had a fair amount of chuckles. I'm I sure. think it's the kitschiness, though, right? It's like if if you buy into that kitschy aspect of of what the show is all about, then mm. you're actually going to enjoy it a bit more than just yeah, you know, seeing it as a Marvel show specifically. I'm enjoying the kitschiness, I must say. <laughs> it's really interesting like I, I found out I was doing some uh, some research on the show and uh, and budgets around the show and how much this thing costs to make and it's it's crazy they are spending somewhere in the vicinity I think it's 200 million dollars on WandaVision what whoa uh, oh sorry 225 is the reported budget for WandaVision so so far we've seen um, you know over the, the the first three episodes that we're talking about so far hmm 
very little in the way of special effects. Um, nothing that couldn't be done with a few strings from the ceiling. Um, <laughs> but it, it, but there's very it's very specific sets. There's very you know specific outfits for three different time periods. So obviously lots of you know investment within that space, but not two hundred twenty five million dollars worth. So that's that's a lot of money. This would be up there with one of the most expensive. How expensive was Game of Thrones? I don't think it was that much, was it? I'm not sure. I do have a comparison, though, with The Mandalorian, uh, which is another Disney Plus one. Um, that was a, estimated at $120 million for season two. I mean... So this is, a, this is another $100 million so, on top of that. I have a feeling the next um, four... Which is a lot of money. The next four episodes are going to be very exciting. You fucking well, hope... <laughs> There's a lot of rumours around um, around how this uh, this finishes up. This probably goes into a little bit of that spoilers territory, so just block your ears if you need to. Um, but apparently, there's a more uh, VFX work done within uh, Wandavision than the entirety of Endgame, which I find fascinating. So I think we're in for a bit of a roller coaster in the last few episodes. Mm, something to look forward to, indeed. Hmm. All right, gents. What did we not like about this episode? It's still boring. <laughs> it's just like I, I, I was, agreed. Yeah, I sort of expected something to happen, and I was just sitting there going, "The good thing about this show is I can put it on and I can cook myself a meal. I can play with my phone. I can dismantle cardboard boxes. I can do stuff." And then when I hear something that seems interesting, then I can look up and go, "Cool, something's happening." Watching what's happening, and it's like. Oh golly gee, uh, or fucking he he who, and I'm like, all right, fuck off. Um, so it's it's good, it's a it's good in the, that regards, but nothing happens to it, man. The next episode, episode four, I, I at least was more uh, interested in, but this episode is just like oh, it's the Brady Bunch. I love this episode. This is my favorite episode. I <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm with duty on this one. There's just not enough happening. We t- I talked about it in the like last last episode that we did. Like it's just. This is so slow, and they're only doing these little tiny teasers. Yeah, and you know, I can see, I can understand. Like that, there was this uh, talk about them doing this as like a movie originally. Then they wanted to do six one-hour episodes. Like I don't know, man. Like it's a, it's a lot. It's a long walk to get to where they want to go, and I think they probably could have done it faster. But oh. I, I understand the concept if if I don't agree with the timing on it. Oh, your brain's been poisoned by social media and your instant gratification. You got no patience anymore. But why can't I have my gratification <laughs> now? Deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my personal opinion, I just I'm really enjoying it because I feel like it's something different. Mm. The comedy and humor from those sort of genre of shows that they're actually emulating, I really enjoy. And oh, I they've think- nailed that part for sure. Like they've they've captured those you know the the, the period of time television shows yeah. and all of that stuff. So totally fine. Totally agree with that. That's that's not the issue, Tom. No, no, no. <laughs> the no, no, no. Issue I'm, is, I'm just going. The issue is I'm, I'm looking at my phone during a no, no, you know, no, no. during just, the TV program, and I'm just going through why I like it, um, not defending it against your specific issue, um, because no, because I think there's that. It, it to me, there's enough intrigue laced through it to keep me interested the entire time. I did, to be honest, most TV shows, or most even movies, if I watch, I'm looking at my phone the entire time. This one, I'm actually watching the entire time because I'm curious to see if there's anything in the background, any any other elements to the show that that I'll miss if I look away from it. Because I think it, it is 
uh, riddled with Easter eggs and all those yeah, other things. Um, but overall, I'm I, to me, it's actually a breath of fresh air because it's something different and nobody does anything different anymore. I'm sick of cookie cutter, which is what Marvel has become, which is why I'm happy, which in my personal opinion, this is a breath of fresh air and why I enjoyed episode three probably more than episode four because I'll get into that when we get there, but episode four feels back to cookie cutter. No, fair enough. I mean, um, I, <laughs> I, 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 I just want, so, like, I understand you want something different and you want it to be fresh and original, but it's just such a departure from uh, from expectation so i don't know man well I, I think this is setting up a very very weird next phase for marvel um and yeah if this is the the level of weird we're seeing in the at the start imagine what the the multiverse of madness is going to be like that's going to be fucking insane that it certainly will be i mean right. it's in the name but <laughs> anything else anybody wants to say on episode three before we move to episode four not really um, my my lovely lady wife uh, called bullshit on the uh, birthing scene, um, <laughs> which takes all of five seconds for twins to be born. And she's like, it's not like that. It doesn't fucking happen like that. Bullshit. Um, so, yes, that's um, if you've ever experienced childbirth, it does take longer than five seconds. <laughs> True. Can confirm. Can. <laughs> and, those, and those babies come out like six months old. Fuck you. Uh, you, should, you should see my... Um... My nephew, he came out looking like a six-month-old baby. <laughs> he's a monster, I tell you. He's a monster. He's, I was, I was a big baby. Apparently, he is at three months the same size I was at nine. Jesus, big boy. <laughs> it's like that thing from The Simpsons: when a woman gives birth to the biggest baby, and it's Homer. <laughs> <sighs> All righty. So, Fuzzy, why don't you tell us about episode four? All right, so this is uh, this is person called Rambo, um, and they say the name a lot <laughs> during this episode. It's all it's not it's not John Rambo. Um, it's his daughter, maybe I don't know. Um, <laughs> I feel like we need. I Are feel they like, related? I feel like we need this. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Uh, oh man, the, the amount of times someone says Rambo and the other one, uh, someone says Rambo, like they, they try and say it in different ways and it's same character saying it in two different ways. Just say fucking Rambo. That's fine. I don't mind. Anyway, it's all about Monica Rambo. We see her coming back uh, as part of the blip which occurred within the uh, the MCU mm. and um, reconnecting with the agency S.W.O.R.D., uh, which we discussed about uh, in our previous episode. And she's uh, basically told that she needs to go assist the FBI with an investigation um, into a missing persons case um, and turns out to be, um, yeah, basically this small little country town in, uh, I think it's in New Jersey. Yeah. And basically, um, yes, it is connecting into the universe that is WandaVision. Um, it's a small country town which is basically surrounded by some sort of energy field and uh, during the investigation she gets sucked inside the energy field and becomes part of the story. Um, so much is revealed. We get so many characters coming through here which are pretty amazing. So we get to uh, see FBI agent, what's his name, Jimmy Wu, um, yes. Randall Park comes in here. And I love the fact that he starts off by doing his little magic trick. It's pretty cool with the card, whips out his card, which is a reference to Ant-Man, which was pretty fun. Mm. 
Um, we also get to see um, everybody's favourite character, Kat Dennings, show up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh. And she... She's now a doctor, and she she does astrophysicism. I don't know physicists, and um, she's basically um, helping Sword to analyze what's going on with inside uh, the universe of Wandavision. Um, so all of the connections to the TV shows when you see at the end of episode one, turning off the TV, that is Kat Dennings who has discovered this secret magical si- um, signal coming through. And, um, yeah, basically this is about S.W.O.R.D. trying to understand what's happening inside uh, the town of, was it Westview, I believe it's yes, called? Yes, Westview. Yeah. Just, just straight off the bat with that, does it? to me it doesn't make sense that it's S.W.O.R.D. Shouldn't it be S.H.I.E.L.D. because it's on Earth? Isn't that the way how it works? Yeah, there was a kind of weird thing about, like, they were trying to borrow equipment from, well, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s bust by this stage, right? Is it? What? Uh, sh- yeah, because Shield- Shield's defunct after oh, um, yeah. Winter, uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. That's yeah. true. Yep, actually, I just completely forgot about that. It's been a long time since I've seen some of those <laughs> movies. But yeah, so this this is all about Sword now, and they they normally deal with uh, extraterrestrial things, but now they're all based on Earth. And um, yeah, they send uh, they become more heavily involved once Monica Rambo um, goes inside uh, WandaVision's universe. Mm. It's yeah. um, it's. I, th- I found like you say, this is very, very much into that more cookie cutter Marvel universe kind of thing. Felt a little bit like that um, the compound they had for the first Thor movie um, oh, yeah. when Molnir crashed. Yeah, you know, that that kind of feel to it. Yeah, hundred percent. I I very much agree with you. The um, I, I think actually inter- having people from the other movies as well made it feel more Marvel. I've, yeah, I, yeah. It was. It definitely was a good episode, and I, I sort of enjoyed seeing the. Tell me what you liked about it. What do you like about? What did it? I like about it? The start was pretty <laughs> cool. How she comes back, like she redusts herself off, and like she's back in the in the uh, hospital room, and like people are starting to come back as well, and everything's just in chaos. That was actually really cool to see. I wasn't expecting to actually see that in any of the Marvel stuff. So yeah. when that started off like that, I was like, oh, it's just got real. <laughs> It was it, like the special effects. There you go. There's somewhere where that special effects money's going. That was pretty incredible. She's you know she reappears or unblips herself in the middle of a hospital, and like that was fantastic. And watching her walk through, and there's people coming back, and yeah, wow, like some really cool effects going on through that. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, I I like how they sort of explained the red helicopter and the radio and all that sort of stuff like that, like. They they explained how those happened, um, but again, it was it was another one of those episodes where I'm like, okay, I can put my fucking I can pull my phone up, I can get up off the couch and fucking go make toast. When it's like, the- it doesn't sound like you're trying to like it. No, but it's just like the- it sounds like he really likes toast. <laughs> I mean, people have seen me go through a loaf of bread in one sitting, but. Um, it's it was one of those things like following Monica Rambo around. She's inside uh, uh, sword. Uh, and it's like, oh, you can't fly. You can only fly drones. You can only fly if you're in space. And I'm just like, because your mum gave that order. And just that sort of exposition and backstory of the character and what's happened and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm here to watch WandaVision. I want to know what's... I'm like, I don't care for this, like, government office crap. Like, it doesn't really... They can't win. See, they can't win. See, 
look, I think what what you're missing in there, Dirty, is a lot of the references that they're dropping in there, and I, th- I think there's 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 stuff that's happening on that they're trying to connect to this larger universe. So mm. I get you know that it doesn't sound very interesting on the surface, but I think there's a lot of stuff in there that uh, that plays into it. So some people are again this pure speculation at this point in time but he there's references at the start to um potentially the fantastic four um so talking about lost astronauts and grounded everybody else like all the rest of it. Oh, so yeah yeah so there's there's that's the speculation at this stage that those references were referring to um yeah to fantastic four so which i don't think we've seen anything um official about that at, at this point but that may uh, be something. The only other reference to the Fantastic Four in Marvel products was Iron Fist Season 2. There's like a, okay. a fight out inside of a building and they call an ambulance and they, it's like, what address are you? And they give the Baxter building address. Sure. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, so I think like, yes, yeah, there are a lot of throwaway things within the show that you can just overlook, but... Like Tom says, I think that the Easter eggs and the amount of references throughout everything, it's its off the chart. Mm. Like, I don't think you can go through a single scene in this movie without it referencing something else. So they're, they're really trying to, to lay that on very, very thick. Yeah, even to the point that, like, some of the stuff that I'll read where they talk about the references is just like, oh, this doesn't really reference anything except the number on the side of the wall is actually the first appearance of Vision. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> Whose job is it to go through and do that? Somebody who cares very, very much about this. So, yeah. So even the, what was it in... It's a, related, but like in, I think, Spider-Man Homecoming or something, or no, Far From Home, there's a point where there's a sailboat and it has numbers on the sail. And the numbers like that, on the yeah. sail are the first appearance of Mysterio or something. Like this, Obviously, they've just got... Either one super nerdy person who's real good at research. Mm. Or oh, you don't need to research if you know that information. True. Yeah, we, do, we don't want another Into the Spider-Verse scenario here, Tom, um, where, they, uh, <laughs> where they fuck up the 616, all right? No, I, no, I have no problem with Easter eggs like that. <laughs> that's, that's fucking fine, but you can't pull the fucking comic book version of Spider-Man into a movie. He bit, he bit, reel that fish in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, one of the things I really wanted to to talk about was some of the um, uh, like they they start analysing these the sword agency start analysing the people inside Wandavision. Yeah. So they start identifying who's who within, they IMDb within the Pretty much, yeah. And so there's there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of characters that they have, and there's a, a, a screen um, a screenshot of their profiles on the wall. So they've got drivers' licenses. They know who most of the characters are. One of the uh, well, there's only two that that, that are, are missing though. Yeah. So Agnes doesn't have any um, specific identity at this stage. So they haven't identified her, and they don't have a profile for Dottie, who's the the lady that breaks her hand, uh, breaks the glass and oh, cuts her hand. Yeah. So there's there's two characters in here that are really like they just really have sort of like this the brainworm thing. You got to think a little bit more about them, whether or not they're creations of Wanda herself or of something else, they they, they kind of just don't sit right in the universe at this stage. Yeah, that's what, when they were putting them up, I was looking to wait and see if Agnes's one went up because that was probably the person who I was most interested in. Mm. Um, but obviously, we didn't. 
um, because it it just seems it adds an extra layer of complexity or interest to intrigue to it when you actually find out that these are real people and they've all essentially been cast into roles. Um, yeah. And obviously she knows about it. <laughs> it's it's really interesting because they start off like the whole uh, Monica Rambo going to you know to see on on this particular mission. Uh, she's going to help the FBI, so Jimmy Woo, with a missing persons case. So there's a missing person who was in witness protection. Um, and they weren't responding, so they'd sent Jimmy to assist with all of that stuff and find out what was going on. But he couldn't get inside the town. Um, so I, they, we don't know who that missing person was at this point, do we? They haven't actually specifically said who that was. No. no. <clears throat> so I think, which is kind of vague, but, um, yeah, but I, I think that's the, the entire purpose of the show is to be slightly vague about everything. Yeah. So I don't know if it's one of these people, so it may potentially be either Agnes or Dottie or another person that we've yet to meet. Yeah, I don't... Wait, does it actually say that one person at the start, Witness Protection Program? I don't actually remember. Yeah, so at, at the start when he's he's um, he meets Monica on the side of the road, like that's that's the whole thing. He's like, I'm here for a missing persons case. Um, they, you know, they're supposed to be here, but I don't know. You know, I, I can't get oh, okay. inside the town. The town won't let me get in. Okay, because because I, I remember that because then afterwards, I'm pretty sure he says, yeah, the entire town's missing. Um, and I thought he was saying, oh, that the missing persons case was actually the entire town, not mm. just one person. That's what I thought he was saying, but maybe I misinterpreted that. Um, it's it's just weird because he's talk. They talk to the sheriffs and like yeah, they're standing there next to a sign that says Westview, and the sheriff's like Westview doesn't exist. We we're from Eastview, and it's just this whole weird thing that's going on there. So yeah, I'm 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 intrigued to find out who the missing person is and and what's what's happening in that particular scenario because I think that will lay out some more of the story for us. Well, that's really the big thing about the show is the intrigue. Um, I'm seeing a lot of stupidity on my side. Stupidity? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, this is this is my big thing. You figure out that Wanda is doing this, and you know they figure out that she's got a TV show. No one can go into the town. They're putting drones in, and they're doing the radio talk. If there's a fucking magician-style character doing something, who's the first fucking phone call you're gonna make? Doctor Strange. There's something strange in this neighborhood, and it ain't no good. Get Doctor Strange out there. You know that's who you're gonna call. But if you can't get Doctor Strange, you get Wong. Like, I, I feel like rather than just like the, you've had the previous experience of just surrounding a crash site or a site with a heap of, you know, government crap, like when Molnir landed and S.H.I.E.L.D. just set up around it. That didn't really work, did it? Because Thor still got through and he calls his hammer back later on. But it's like, you've learned your, learned your mistake. Make the phone call to the relevant person. Maybe they have some, like, procedures where they try and handle it themselves first. No, I think it's... It's the government it's, duty. That's what they wonder. like to do. They like to control this shit. If, if you don't so. know who it is or what it is, fine. But you're sitting there going, okay, that's Wanda Maximoff. We should fucking call someone. Like, someone who can, re- like, actually get through to her. And it's like, cool, it's a magical force field. Who do we call? Uh, Ghostbusters. But they only... <laughs> but they only just learned it was Wanda. They spend the whole episode in episode four, and as it's, as they're changing, the new wonder was there, but they didn't know it was her doing it. Yeah, but it's well, like, I, I suppose to Dirty's point, like they're watching, you know, they're watching they're, it unravel. 
That's right. So they're watching episode one, two, and three play out in real time. They could have reached out for additional support. Yeah. You know, hey, let's call an actual fucking Avenger to deal with this. You know, where's somebody else with the Avengers? Who's in charge now? What's going on? Yeah. Where's Nick Fury? Because they know Nick Fury's around, buddy. <laughs> Nick Fury is around. They can get on t- in, t- in, in touch with him. But he's, he's in space. Surely. Yeah, you, I feel like you need to have someone trying, like someone who has some form of connection to it to reach out because you can't necessarily have Captain America. You could have Hawkeye, like... You know, Hawkeye tried to rescue her from the Avengers uh, camp in Civil War, and then Vision right, yeah. and Hawkeye fight. I'm like, get Hawkeye out there. Maybe we will. Like that would be fu- that's that's the fucking logical step. Not just like let's just watch the show and see how it happened. But they were investigating. They didn't know it was her controlling. You can investigate and make a fucking phone call at the same time, though. Maybe they did. Hey, there's a fire going on. I was going to call you, but I thought I'd watch it for three hours. You're also talking about the same same company that had, I'm pretty sure it was actually a line in the film where they went, oh, did you contact this person? Went, no, they're busy. They're busy. (laughs) What what was that in? There was in the, I think it was in the first Spider-Man. They're like, yeah, no, it's somewhere else. It was the second Spider-Man when he goes to Venice. It's like, call this person, call this person, call this person. And yeah, because, yeah. But still, like, you, I think you still need to have that line. Like, you need to have yeah. something like, we need to contact someone. And it's like, well, good luck finding Doctor Strange. And it's like, all right, we'll get fucking Wong. Or fucking... But also, know. they may not even know who Doctor Strange is. It's like if Strange was never official, like, you billboard think, Avenger. Yeah, but you think someone who teleports everyone to the final end battle in Infinity War or Endgame, you'd think you'd know who he is from there. You know what I mean? But, it's like, hey, but, was- why, but they weren't there. Yeah, but like, they'd fucking know, they'd know something because Nick Fury would know everything. And but, Sword but, works with but well, you're also and they, they would know some stuff because the you know Sword was set up by um, what's her fucking face, Cat, like Monica Rambo's mum, Mrs. Rambo, um, and, um, and so she knows Captain Marvel. So Captain Marvel knows everything else that's going on. So surely she would have an inkling as to what the fuck's going on with the Avengers. Like she would ha- understand all of that. And somebody who set up this entire organization would have shared that knowledge with whoever else is in there. Surely, like at least some sort of logic would have followed with that. Probably, but I don't know. I don't, <laughs> that, that was that was my my major problem with it. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you, um, but I just don't see that they that would be their first thing to do. Wouldn't, as wouldn't a government uh, agency, necessarily. I wouldn't say first thing. Like, yeah, set up a perimeter so no one else goes in. But, like, you just see shots of them just sending fucking drone after drone in, just, like, seeing what happens. I'm like, you know that doesn't work. Try something else. And they try something else with the radio. And I'm like, cool, that makes sense. They're trying something else. But it's also like, still make a fucking phone call. Find a way to contact someone because shit's going down. Hmm. Well, and, the, and pretty much the only time they make any progress against, you know, against all of this is with Kat Dennings doing the work. Like, everybody else is just doing this kind of military, re- uh, like, response to it. Yeah. So, it's a, it's, it's she may be a, a bigger character later in the season, which is kind of disappointing. I just, I, I don't like, I was saying to Ian as well, I'm like, I don't like Kat Dennings. Like, she just plays the same character. Like, she... Has Nobody ob- likes Cat Dennings. <laughs> no, but like she's obviously aged, but like her character hasn't aged. Like she's still like you know funny. You, Am I getting my coffee now? Later? No. And I'm just like, can you stop being like every character in the MCU has like changed and aged in some way, except you. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I don't know about that. They pretty much go. They go in as they <laughs> they they go out as they start. It's like let's do a quippy character. There's enough. There's too many quippy characters in this universe. Like, stop with the quippiness. Like, I reckon bring back Skarsgård because uh, Doctor Selvig, like, well, he was more of a spa- space sort of. Uh, he was an astrophysicist. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. They were like, all she was like, she was studying to be one. Apparently, well, I don't even think she was that in those she movies. A, I think she was just around. She was an intern. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she would have been studying. I stand corrected. Yeah, no, I, I think overall from this episode, um, obviously we get to the, well, as a, as we've said before, this is a very spoiler episode, so mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't watched it, literally, stop listening, stop. Um, that, uh, it's too Wanda, late now. <laughs> Wanda appears to have been uh, behind the entire thing, or at least knows what's happening, and uh, she badass. See, now, here's the rub. <laughs> I think she is in control. I feel no rub. <laughs> Are we going to start talking about spoilers and, and, and theories and yeah, stuff now? Because, yeah, yeah. Monica right, Rambo so, should be dead for starters because she went through, like, how many fucking walls and then went out the, the magic wall? I agree with you on that. She's, she's she, dead. She should be dead. They're imaginary. Um, look, I, I think whatever's going on here, Wanda is powering it as such. So she's had a complete fucking mental break and is trying to create her own universe. But I think she is being encouraged to do so or someone's playing on her like fucking mental instability and is is uh, causing her to do this. So I think it's it's a it's a sort of a an involuntary response to uh, somebody else uh, forcing her to do it. Somebody like Mephisto. Um, possibly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's one of the rumors that the Mephisto is the the big bad guy. Um, is I sp- I think within the uh, the Marvel universe is her like nemesis. Is that correct, Mister Duty? Uh, Mephisto is basically the devil. So Mephisto give girl gave Ghost Rider his powers. So it's you know mm. it's it's the he's the Ned Flanders when he's the devil. You know, I'll sell your soul after you finish the donut sort of thing. Um, and that's ooh donut. <laughs> You mean if I don't finish this piece, I, don't, I get to keep myself? Well, technically, I'm smarter than the devil. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's he, he makes deals with people and stuff like that. So that's where Ghost Rider got his thing from, is he saved his dad's life and then, you know, becomes a Ghost Rider. Um, oh, speaking of which, just to interrupt you very, very mm-hmm. quickly here, um, apparently Marvel's trying to get hold of Nicolas Cage to come back as Ghost Rider for Doctor Strange 2. Fuck no. So links into the theory that Mephisto is part of all of this. I really don't want that to happen. Well, if it's, a, just, if it's ultimate just universe uh, Ghost Rider, I'm fine with it, but it's like, bring, give me a normal, like a MCU Ghost Rider. Give me a good actor. Anybody else. There was rumours <laughs> that Keanu Reeves wanted to do it as well, to be Ghost Rider. Don't get me wrong, I love Keanu Reeves, but I don't need him in Marvel. Yeah, he probably will yeah, be in Marvel no. at some point. Probably. But I don't um, need him in Marvel. Yeah, but there was also rumours when before the Defenders came out that Sigourney Weaver's character was Mephisto as well. Like that was a massive fan theory because Sigourney Weaver was like the, you know, the leader of them all. She was, you know, Kingpin's boss or that sort of stuff like that. Um, but no, so Mephisto. This isn't the first time Mephisto's come up as a theory. 
Mm. Yeah, so that's that's I think the, the the big one at this stage is he's he's the big bad guy that is potentially playing on um, Wanda's mind and and you know encouraging her like crazy side to come through and basically causing her to do all of this. So she is powering it, but is being encouraged by Mephisto to do so. Because I don't know, are we just delving and going straight into some of the theories that we looked at? Would you like here? to discuss anything more? Well, there, there's one that I was reading from this mm. that I think is actually an interesting one. So it sort of l- links into this episode and says that the so the universe or the or the bubble, the TV bubble, is essentially a deal between Wanda and Mephisto. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and as part of that, Vision is back alive. Mm. However. Vision can only live inside that bubble. So, oh man, the- we forgot to discuss that bit where he comes back in, where she's having that freak out, and like he comes back in and he's all grey. Yeah, he's dead. he's yeah. missing that chunk out of his head. How fucking freaky was that? Zombie yeah, vision. But there is also a difference with vision as well. Now, this could be, I wouldn't say lack of budget because Fuzzy, you said they have a lot of money. Um, so they've got the money to do it, but vision in the movies has. The like high tech, you know, cyberpunk eyes with blue in them, and in the show, he's just got blue eyes. I never noticed. Just got yeah, yeah. Even when he's like, you know, he's he's being Vision. He's not, you know, disguising himself as someone. He has just normal blue eyes. So I was thinking that Wanda has put the Vision persona over someone. Mm, it's quite possible. But yeah, no, well, so this theory says that Mephisto was um, brought him back, but he only exists in that area Mm. and the whole thing and sort of what you see from some of the trailers or some of the items that are for following episodes Mm. it sort of shows him discovering what's happening and trying to escape sort of thing so the whole theory is that Mephisto worked with Scarlet Witch to get this to happen but he wants um, her to lose vision again and Mm. as part of that she's going to snap and will become the actual main villain for the next phase. I like it. And like it. leads straight into the multiverse of madness because she, she's going to use her powers and, like, fuck up the multiverse. Yeah. And then that will lead into... Mm. Then that'll lead into the other ones like Spider-Man 3 and all those sort of things. They'll, they'll all link together. Okay, I can buy that. She's going to be, well, that's the thing as well. If you if if she is indeed the villain for you know if she's the next Thanos, if you will, um, you're going to need a pretty supernatural esque team to help take her down. Like, of course, you're going to need Doctor Strange, but you'll need Hellstrom. And we had the Hellstrom TV series on Hulu that apparently was really really good. But it's not linked in there. It was okay. Um, <laughs> you will need you will need Ghost Rider. Like Ghost Rider, you'll need Iron Iron Fist is somewhat mystical as well. Like there are characters that there is a there's a great uh, uh, event book called Doctor Strange Damnation where Mephisto essentially takes over Las Vegas uh, and anyone who does uh, something sinful they turn into a demon or they get a demon chasing them so oh, I read that you lent me that one that yeah, was really good yeah. uh, you can pick it up at our show, at our sponsors Incognito Comics um, but it is well, really borrow it from duty like I did <laughs> it's a really good book and essentially the Avengers turn into ghost riders uh, like you know flaming skulls and all that sort of stuff and Doctor Strange needs his own team to help stop it and he takes Moon Knight, which we're getting a Moon Knight series. Uh, he takes uh, Iron Fist. Six episodes of uh, Moon Knight, by the way. Oh, that's a short one. 
Yeah, confirmed by Fagi. So, um, yeah, six episodes. I don't know why it's that, but that'll be interesting. Maybe it'll be more tighter knit. Um, Because that's what we were saying with the Iron Fist show and Defenders and stuff like that. There's just episodes of just nothing. But then there's so much filler. Well, that's what I can say. Say whatever you want bad about these shows compared to the Netflix series and the CW series. I think these are a shitload better. CW's got like 30 episodes a season, though. Like, that's CW just milked the, the shit. The CW I, shows are you, also dramas. Yeah, and you look at the Netflix ones, they were all like, you know, 40, 45-minute episodes. This is like a tight 25 to 30 minutes. Like, it's it's in and out, and you're, you're done for each of the episodes. There's not a lot of chance for filler in that. It's tweet. I mean, it, the first three episodes are pretty filler. <laughs> no, they're not the filler. <laughs> I will say as well, though, we, we do have five more episodes to go. Mm. So, I've, and, and and some of the, uh, like, we've seen trailers for the entirety of the season. Uh, we also saw teasers for what's coming up as well. Um, there looks like, you know, they're moving into, uh, I think they will have spaced out episodes as well where they go back to the show formats. Um, one of them looks like a direct-to-camera comedy a la, um, like, The Office or... Uh, um, Modern Family. Yeah, modern family, like that kind of thing. So Wanda's talking to the camera, doing quippy lines. Um, so I think we're going to see some more of that, like more TV show styles uh, within the series, which will be interesting. So that will space out um, what's happening. So, But there, there looks like there's going to be a lot of action um, and a lot of tension between some of the characters. Well, we've seen that there's, a, there's potentially what seems to be a Halloween episode and Vision is walking around in his original... A comic book outfit, but as a Halloween costume, and I'm like, and, and, and also wanders um, yeah. as as her original sort of comic book outfit as well. Yeah, you can't really have those as serious outfits for going into battle for the MCU. So they're making goofy Halloween costumes, which is kind of cool. Mm. Mm. Um, I've developed my own theory out of uh, seeing some of the trailers uh, for yeah. what's coming up. Here we go. Um, there's there's a bit where like they talk about um, oh you know this is our place and we have to fight for it you know um, so that's Wonder and Vision talking to each other and yeah we're gonna do it we're gonna fight together. I have a theory that there's actually two versions of Vision um, within within this universe. So there's kind of the zombie vision that is the original creation that's starting to, you see it at the end of the episode, um, episode four, he's starting to feel like things aren't quite right. Um, so he's acting up and against the, you know, the script of the show. Yeah. Um, so I think that, that he's going to go sort of off book and start doing his own thing. And then Wanda's going to create a new version of vision to fight alongside her to fight against this other vision. I think there's, it's going to be really, there's going to be some twisted stuff that happens. And I think it's going to be um, around that character. Cause yeah, is he alive? Is he dead? What the fuck's going on? Um, everybody's asking these questions. And I think there's just something that, that doesn't sit quite right with those. But hang on. Mm. Uh, sorry. I, I just recalled to go back to Tom's earlier point of how does, um, you know, how does someone contact Dr. Strange? How does anyone know him? You know, He's, he's a secret Avenger. He's not really a, a well-known Avenger. Darcy knew that Vision was dead. And she goes, not snapped, dead, dead. So those, you know, fucking scientist people know of the Avengers, who died, who's alive, stuff like that. So that's just reinforcing my point. Um, How does anyone know about that anyway? Like, it's why would they be advertising that? It's true. Well, it'd also be like, well, how do you think <laughs> Thanos <laughs> got his last stone? Ah, uh, yeah, fair enough. 
and ripped it out of Vision's head. It's it's a lot of like the a lot of that kind of stuff. If that were to happen in real life, the government would just like no, that didn't fucking happen. Nope. Well, yeah, that, that's I guess one of the things with this is it seems like everybody in this world knows everything that ever happens because one of the things that probably actually appreciate more about the way that they've done it with Star Wars mm. is like Luke Skywalker. A lot of people don't know who he is. Just think he's a myth or religion. Or, or there was no. Well, they say that uh, I was watching a thing that was talking about it a while ago, and it's just like they'd probably know who Red Five was. Some people wouldn't know his his actual name. Well, that's the thing. Where in Episode Seven, he goes Luke Skywalker. I thought he was just a myth. Mm. So yeah, true. And but but that's the thing. Like people don't know what happened in these events where there w- weren't reporters or other people around to tell the stories. To be fair, it's almost like they know they watched the movies. They were <laughs> they're like historical documents now. Yeah, to be fair, though, Star Wars is multiple, multiple, multiple planets. This is just one planet, and one of them was that movie's multiple planets. <laughs> and uh, and one of them was Iron Man, who was the loudest talker, who had a giant A in the middle of the fucking New York City skyline. True. Okay. Maybe he said something. Yes, has a big mouth. All right. Um, hey, can we talk about the big leak that came out? Yes. Uh, okay. So potential spoilers again for people who care about Wandavision. If if you don't want um, things, I do. I cared. I didn't like that he put it in the chat. <laughs> I put it in the chat because it happened. It was a massive leak. Like it it happened um, less than a day ago when we recorded this podcast. Uh, Disney has taken down all of the references, shut down accounts, and threatened legal action against people. Um, so, and but we already knew that this character, uh, well, that this person was coming in. Uh, he interviewed about this more than a year ago. So Evan Peters. Uh, is showing up uh, in WandaVision. Um, he is coming in from, I believe, from the next episode onwards. Um, who he is, uh, I don't know if we can we can really say for sure. No, but everyone um, knows who Evan. He, yeah. Evan Peters was Quicksilver in the X Men universe. He's going. Uh, he's going to be Quicksilver. He's going to be. Yeah. I believe that's the the prevailing theory at this point in time is that he is continuing to act as uh, as Quicksilver, um, a some sort of version of Pietro in this show, which is a bit yeah. weird. Like considering that Pietro within this universe was somebody completely different. As well, like when you watch, uh, it's the Dead of Future Past or Apocalypse, maybe Apocalypse, when um, uh, Quicksilver's watching TV and he's got little one like because they're not twins in the x-men universe and he's got wanda maximoff yeah. sitting on her knee and she's just like in a pink tutu sort of thing um so yeah it's it's, it's going to be interesting as well but that also can bring over like well if they go down the route of what they did with the ultimate universe for the comic books where the ultimate universe was about to explode or it was crumbling in on itself sort of thing um that's maybe how deadpool gets across because we know deadpool is coming into the mcu uh and sure uh, as well as potentially we could, you know, I doubt it, but we could have maybe Wolverine or we could have a, some, another character from the uh, Marvel, the, the Fox Marvel timeline coming in somewhere. Could get Galactus. Yeah, the big fart cloud. Galactus. <laughs> the mighty Thor. The mighty fart cloud itself. I wouldn't be surprised if there's more, because like, I didn't pick up on the astronauts missing Fantastic Four reference, but it's like, well, if that is the case, you've got, you know, sword out in space they're going to run into galactus i i've heard uh, again super rumored thurman all sorts of stuff um but yeah galactus is potentially the um the big bad guy within this phase of marvel 
I mean, that's, that'll be interesting because Thanos was three phases. Like, is he going to be a one-phase villain or is he going to be a, a big thing? He's a fart cloud, dude. You can, like, oh, you put geez. on a fucking couple of glades and he's gone. Yeah, put on an air purifier. Um. <laughs> fart cloud dealt with. Someone light a match, he's done. Um, yeah, look, no, I, I, it'll be interesting to see how that goes, but I think, yes, we will potentially see more within um, this phase than has been advertised. Mm. But theories. Is there any more theories? Oh, yeah, plenty. <laughs> I did. Um, have, have you got any more that you wanted to discuss, Tom? I actually think the other ones that I had, because I had the one about Fantastic Four, which mm. I think you, we have already said as part of sure. the show anyway. Um, and then there was that one. And then the other one that, that I sort of was just looking at was that, yeah, that... I did already sort of lead into this that whatever happens from one division will make the universe unstable, whether it's Mephisto or whatever. Um, that'll then lead into Doctor Strange, and in Doctor Strange, or from this, people from different universes will start being pulled across, which is why you'll have all three of the Spider-Man in one location, and that's and that's yeah. why you're getting all three of them in one movie. And it's going to be good as well because we'll also have. Loki, who will be going through time as well, because he'll have the Tesseract, so maybe that loops in there. Um, yeah, fuck. I've, I've also heard a theory that um, uh, that Wanda, basically by the end of WandaVision, will have created her own version of the Avengers uh, somehow. like you know, And potentially that, that brings back in a bunch of different characters as well. So, you know, this is how you resurrect all those people from the dead so you don't have to... No one ever dies, just keep bringing them back. Um, there's talk about um, Chris Evans signing up again to do um, Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're in discussions with him uh, to do that as well and potentially um, to get uh, Black Widow as a character back in. But I know that they're trying to offshoot that to Black Widow's sister or whatever in, in the new movie. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they play that out. But yes, essentially Wanda Maximoff um, creates her own version of the Avengers and apparently uh, starts using her hex powers. Now, I'm not sure what that's all about. I think it's about chaos magic. Um, but it's something that she hasn't used already within, you know, she just uses the red glowy thingies, but she starts using hex magic, which is um, ties back to Mephisto as well. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing sort of where it goes. It looks like it's slowly getting there, but I really think this would have been better as a, as a movie rather than a TV series because so far not much as... Really, like as soon as I hit play on Disney Plus and he comes up with the you know the the swoosh and the plus logo, I'm like, cool. I know I have five minutes of opening credits uh, to go fucking sort myself out, and then I've got twenty minutes of nothing, and then I've got five minutes it's of something. Really, not that bad. I, I, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying nothing fucking happens, <laughs> um, and just yeah, stupid decisions being made. Um, but if indeed, and you've also got the five minutes of closing credits every time. Uh, <laughs> and and, and well, no is, one watches that. This is not to the show, but this is to the programming of Disney Plus as well. When the credits start rolling, it doesn't automatically come up with the play next episode. So you have to go back into the menu, go into the show, click the next episode. Where like you know you watch The Simpsons and the credits come up and it's like next episode. And I'm like yes. 
Yeah, I have noticed that. I think it's something. I think it's because they have the two different types of credits. I think you need to get to the second, just mm. black background credits before it'll let you skip. Yeah. But I've now been watching it episode by episode, so I haven't been oh, yeah, using I, I the skip button anyway. Um, yeah. I will say, though, Tom, if you're. Oh, I think Fuzzy's read part, the first maybe five or six issues. But if you're enjoying this, read Tom King's run on Vision. It is incredibly similar to this, but it's got no wonder. It's really, really good. He makes his own wife and kids, and they, because, you know, the technology fucks with us, they just, like, start killing people. Oh. Yeah, it's really fucking good. Like, legit <laughs> killing people. It's downstairs. <laughs> so, do we reckon as well that by the end of this series that, uh, what, what, what are their names again? Wiccan and... You mean Billy and Tommy? But what is it, Wiccan and what's... I don't fucking know. Is it bit, Speed? There's I think a, it is uh, Speed. I think Wiccan and Speed. Do you reckon... What a stupid fucking name for a superhero. They'll be adults by the end. I reckon they'll be adults by what the end. What if they're not real? Well, they'll be teenagers by the end and then they'll have a Ms. Marvel and... Uh, well, we see it in the next uh, the next episode, you see the kids. Uh, like, they're, you know, kids doing Halloween shit, so they're probably, like, 10 years old at that Did point. Did it show them in the clip? So, the, the time jumps are pretty severe. So, it'll be interesting. I, I just want to know whether or not they're actual, like, going to come through as real creations. Yeah, how the hell did you get pregnant? Magic. Know what I mean? <laughs> How the hell did any of this happen, dude? I, I, I will say, I think for the, you know, the, the thing of getting Wanda out or getting through to Wanda or whatever it is, 100% either Doctor Strange or Hawkeye. They're the two characters that I think that you can't send in fucking War Machine because she has no connection to War Machine. So, like, you have to send a character through that can either stop her magic or get through to her. <laughs> Well, and that's one of the things we saw in the um, in the the trailers for the future episodes. Is there's um, well, it was the the leaked thing for the future episodes. Is there's arguments between the director of Sword and Monica Rambo, and they're talking about like she's talking to the director about him like invading, you know, trying to do a military response to what's happening. And Monica's trying to talk about connecting with her mm. and, you know, trying to find a way to negotiate with her. Mm. And it's it's really interesting to see how that's going to play out. So at some stage, I think we're going to see her either come out and tell everybody to fuck off um, and just say, hey, this is my space, you know, that you, know, you can't come in here. Or there's, there's going to be some way to get more communication. So, the, like, they tried with the radio... I think there's going to be some some interesting um, interactions in the future. Also, what do, what do we think of the third episode's like mid episode commercial break? I I think like they started good and now it's like you're getting worse. It was Hydra soap. Yeah, I was like, I'm just wondering who the people are in the commercials. Oh, there's a theory that they're because I think there's a guy and a woman who are the who are actually the same person in every commercial. Oh, and have you have you guys seen the Nick Fury one? No, Nick Fury theory or commercial? They're, it's a leak. Um, so yeah, again, massive leak. Nick Fury uh, is in a commercial in one of the future episodes, and he does uh, an ad for Quicksilver credit cards, um, which is interesting. So right, yeah. Um, so that speaks to the idea that they're potentially characters connected within the universe itself. Ooh. Okay. Well, we've gone through that. Any more theories just to finish that off? I, I like the fan theory of um, for Spider-Man 3 that Peter Parker will go to court 
and he'll be represented by Matt Murdock. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, mm. And also the, the, the another fan theory that Punisher, of course, tries to kill Spider-Man, um, and that was where Punisher first appeared, because Punisher was hired to assassinate Spider-Man. Because apparently there's rumours that John Pretty Bernthal cool. is coming into the MCU as Punisher. They want to bring Charlie Cox into the MCU as Daredevil. I think they should bring the Defender cast into the MCU as a fold and just go, well, look, you know, people like Jessica Jones, people like Daredevil, it's like, cool, make a fucking Heroes for Hire show because that one episode of Luke Cage in season two is fucking fantastic. Make a Heroes for Hire TV show. <laughs> He keeps going on about it. He's not going to stop talking about it to you. Make that fucking episode. Uh, it was such a good episode. Yeah, bloody <laughs> deathbed. They should have made Heroes for Hire. I've got the first appearance <laughs> of the Heroes for Hire as a combo. I might get paid. Hey, um, Duty, um, do you know much about the uh, Spider-Man uh, uh, storyline One More Day? No, I don't. Okay, so there's uh, apparently there's a, a, a Spider-Man series called One More Day, which um, links into Mephisto. Um, oh fuck! Hang on, yeah, I think so. Yeah, go on. Okay, so that's apparently a lot of um, the next Spider-Man movie will revolve <clears> around <throat> the events of One More Day. Um, so I believe, yeah, there's some stuff about Mephisto, something about him marrying um, Mary Jane. It's po- it's from memory. It's post Civil War when the world knows that it, that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, which happened at the end of Spider-Man Two. Yeah. And he makes a deal with Mephisto to erase everyone's mind, but it wipes Mary Jane's mind that they're married. And yes, like that. Uh, because apparently, yeah. So it's a she dies in order to save his life. Her life. She he does a deal with the devil, but she forgets that they're married. Yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so uh, yeah. That could be interesting. It could be part of that whole multiverse thing as well. So I, th- I think that a lot of this all points to Mephisto. Like a lot of the storylines we're hearing about, a lot of the situations we're pointing, uh, we're talking about, points to him as you know a connecting tissue between each of the uh, the, the series and the movies. Question is, who would we cast as Mephisto? I was thinking Bill Stormare because he played a pretty good devil in Constantine. Was it Bill Stormare? Peter. Peter Stormare, sorry. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman? That's not bad. Yeah. Like, legit, yeah, that's not bad. I mean, uh, Peter Stormare is like the... He's my favourite iteration of the devil, I think. He's just amazing. Yeah, what about the guy good. from uh, that Schwarzenegger film? <laughs> oh, from no, um, End of Days. That's it. You can have that guy? No. Oh, Gabriel. What's his name? Uh, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. he done with himself he's, he's lately? Okay. He's, he's going to be like a million years old, though. Could, could have Sigourney Weaver. Good. I think she's a fu- she'd be fucking fantastic for it. <laughs> yeah. well, look, we're getting with... Um, anyway. we, we had the uh, the Sandman series. They're getting uh, Gwendolyn Christie to play um, Lucifer. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Gender bend it a little bit. I mean, Mephisto could be whatever the fuck he wants, I suppose. Yeah. So- oh, 100%. So very interesting. Uh, may- maybe it is like it's Ron uh, Perlman to put him back Evan in Peters. makeup. There you go. So what did you say, Fuzzy? I just got distracted by Ron Perlman. <laughs> I was going to say um, there, there was a theory that Evan Peters uh, potentially was uh, going to be Mephisto, just disguising himself as uh, as Quicksilver, um, as Pietro, or presenting himself as Pietro to Wanda. Um, but wait, so you reckon, that doesn't make wait, sense. Wait, so you reckon though. he's going to be Pietro? I th- I figured he was going to be X Men Quicksilver, and there's just going to be some crossover. No, 
He's going to, apparently the thing is he is Pietro. So that's how he's being presented in this universe. So there is no more Aaron Taylor Johnson. There is only Pietro. I think that, I think that only works if you, if you're bringing over the X-Men version of it, because it's like, if you, if if you can bring vision back to life, you'd be able to bring back your husband from the first Godzilla movie. I find that really weird that they were (laughs) husband and wife. I mean, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we, there's yeah. there's a theory around um, Evan Peters because he's been involved in um, that TV show. What's American Horror Story? That's the one, and he does lots of bad guys throughout the seasons and that. So they're saying that he would be a very good villainous character um, to to come through with some fits. I kind of I, I like him. I think he's uh, he's he's excellent. Mm. Definitely a better actor than Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> I didn't mind him as. As Quicksilver, if I'm honest, I thought he was fine. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't as quick as he should have been, though. He's, I was right. He's he's not Pietro in X Men. He's Peter. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. But also, bring in Magneto. That's fucking. That's the kid's dad. Yeah, but not in that one. Well, now they own their rights. Yeah, but how are they going to do that? They can't. You can't retcon that. That doesn't make. I think they can pretty much do whatever the fuck they want. Can't they? They, they only really explained that they were in their house and a bomb went off. They killed their parents. They're totally just going to use this. They could be adopted. And the multiverse of madness just to rewrite everything. Yes. Like- so, I, I think as far as what I've seen from the rumour mills, um, it is the, um, it, it's not Magneto as the parent. It's uh, it's whatever the fuck um, their original parent's name was. It would be something like Dave and Wanda, you know, Wendy. Yeah, well, they didn't even say what Max their parents off. were. It was just like a bomb went through the roof. It killed my parents, and then the second one came through, and it didn't go off, and it said stuck yeah. on it. Rah, rah. All right. So, we've spoken about the episodes. Oh, I just got really <laughs> loud in my headphones. I don't know why. That was weird. Um, we have talked about some theories. So, mm-hmm. I don't think we did this for the last time, but I want to give a progressive episode rank or season rank what score out of 10 would you give WandaVision currently six six mm. look I, I'm giving it a 7.5 I think it's progressively as as things is going wrong and things aren't quite you know just within the TV shows themselves mm. I like seeing the the dissonance like the the things that just don't quite fit that makes more sense to me. Uh, show me more of that during the episodes, though. Just don't give me 20 minutes and a two-second glimpse of something. Give me, you know, 15 minutes of com- of that TV show style and five minutes of twisted shit. That would make more sense to me. It would get me more into this, uh, into what's going on. But, yeah, seven and a half. I think it's, it's going really, really well and has potential to be a better score by the end of the season. Tom? I don't think it's any surprise to say that I actually really enjoy it. I've said it throughout the entire thing. I've mm-hmm. been defending it at every corner that you guys have been attacking this show. <laughs> you, you nasties. Um, I am going to give it an 8.5. Wow. Wow. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, that's, and like, that's, I think that's what's good about with what Disney's doing and what Star Wars is doing as well. It's like there is a show for everyone and I uh, I highly feel like you know WandaVision isn't necessarily for me yes I sort of have to watch it for the show and to sort of understand what's going on but I think uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is going to be more my style because I like those characters and I like Hawkeye and you guys are like well they're boring and they have no powers I'm like yeah but I, I like those characters more in regards to their books and their character knowledge and shit like that mm. so that's what I think is, is good with what they're doing with all these shows 
I heard some uh, an interesting um, sort of plot points about um, Bucky and the Cap. Mm. Um, so they're Bucky basically going to be running around the world uh, fighting crime with different mercenary agencies, essentially. Well, the so, uh, Super Movie Bros reported last year that the rumour for the main story for Bucky and the Cap was uh, the bad... the oh, It's not Arnim Zola, who was the fucking bad guy. I've forgotten his name. Artem Shanks. Uh, <laughs> Strucker? No, 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 no. The dude from Civil War. He was the bad guy from Civil War. He's the bad guy for Bucky and the Cap. Um, I oh, okay. Yeah, he wears a pink mask over his head in the comics. Anyway, that guy. Um, he releases a diseased pathogen over the world. and they Didn't he die? Him. No, because uh, he was going to kill himself and Black Panther put his hand over the gun. He goes, you do not die today, my friend. Um, but he'll be locked up in fucking... He's, he's, in, the trailers. Yeah. he's in the trailers for uh, Bucky and the Cap. Mm, um, okay. But yeah, that guy is that he released a pathogen over the world and it's a disease. Um, and they just went, not really a good thing to release that now. Um, but apparently Black Panther was in it as well. Mm, okay. Mm. Um, I, I heard, uh, heard the reported budget for um, Bucky and the Cap was $150 million as well. So it ain't that not expensive. Yeah, it's, it'll, it'll have to have money for a lot of the CG for flying around and all that sort of shit with Falcon. Exactly. I mean, it's still seventy-five million less than what they're spending on WandaVision, which we've barely we haven't seen, seen you know, any special effects of yet. Maybe it's Kat Denning's budget, <laughs> her coffee budget. Well, gentlemen, yes, that has Sir? been episode two hundred and two of Shaken Not Nerd. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We know you have a choice when listening to Pop Culture Podcasts, and you clearly pick the one with nerd in the title. He did it. <laughs> Smash it. Now, news complete. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. <laughs> That's the right line, yeah? But yes, thank, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Please leave reviews, all that thing, all that jibber-jabber. I've been Tom. Bye-bye. <laughs> I've been fuzzy, bye-bye. <laughs> and I've been duty, bye-bye. Just, just, just don't sell me shite and tell me it's gold. All right, I may be stoned, but I'm not high. You know what I mean? <laughs>